When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and girls for another exciting edition of the Michael Deacon program. First time listeners out there, thank you for stopping in. This is a very different kind of show, a place where you don't feel so alone. Joining me tonight is Linda Emanuel. She's a health activist and truth seeker. She's had her own health issues throughout the years and was even on her own deathbed. That's when her curiosity led her to answers. We will be talking about a plethora of topics. Oh, this will be good for you, I promise. I hope you've had a good week, wherever you are. My apologies for being absent yet again. Now let's get down to brass taxes and bring in Linda Emanuel. Hello, Linda. Welcome to the Michael Deacon program, and thank you for spending some time with us. Oh, you're welcome, Michael. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, how are you, by the way? I'm great. I've been really busy. I do podcasts. I have a couple, like a YouTube channel on Brideon and a website to keep up and doing a lot of things besides that, too. Very nice. Before we jump into things, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, how I got into this, uh, it looks like I've looked at your channel and it looks like you're in a way metaphysical, I'm going to say. And I had my spiritual awakening in about 1999. And at the time, I, I asked for the full experience. 
never want to do that. And then um, in 01, I was told this was really happened. I had a psychic reading with an, uh, an intuitive, and he said, uh, death will walk the earth in 2003, and you'll tell people where to go to be safe. Well, neither of us knew what he meant, what spirit meant. And uh, then in 01, I had a trauma, an emotional trauma, and I ended up with lupus, MS, Crohn's, fibromyalgia, rheumatoid arthritis, severe depression, bedridden, fetal position in 02, nearly dead. And I, I did not know why I was sick. I, I could not imagine. What. Wow. And then in 03. I know. I was really, really sick. And then in 03, a friend found it on the Internet, and uh, it was a bioweapon that the our own government unleashed on us in the 70s and 80s. And it was, nobody really knew much about it. It was called Mycoplasma, M-Y-C-O-P-L-A-S-M-A. It's a cell wall deficient bacterium that actually is a disease bacterium. It got a purpose. When the It needs a host. It's a total parasite. And when the host is dead, it's called decomposition. And when the host is alive, it's called cancer or disease. And it is the most common cause of cancer and disease, but your doctor will know nothing about it. Well, when I found out about this organism, I was naive. I I had no idea how the world really ran. And I called the whistleblower up, Donald W. Scott up in Canada, and I said, is this a joke? And it was not a joke. So I've got a curious mind, probably like a lot of your listeners do, and I wanted to know why I had chronic fatigue, why I could never sleep, why I was so depressed I wanted to die. And I learned everything I could about this organism, except they did not know the um, people who, uh, Common Cause Medical Research Foundation, who blew the whistle on our government bioweapon program at Fort Detrick, they had no idea what could kill it. So I went to a mycoplasma conference in 05, and I was still sick. And I talked to Dr. Harold Clark, who gave me the pictures of the mycoplasma that are on my website. And I had a list of alternative doctors, and he suggested that I find a tetracycline IV that could inhibit it but not kill it. So I put it out to the universe. I said, if you want me to help people get well, find me a treatment. So I started calling down the list. And um, doctors don't know about Most doctors didn't know about it at all back in 05. And it was a doctor in Alabama. He answered his phone, alternative, and he said, I've cured AIDS and chronic fatigue and diabetes. And I knew whatever he had, was all, those were all mycoplasma infections. Whatever he had could get me well. So I went down to Birmingham, Alabama, got two IVs of what they call mild silver protein, knocked it out in two treatments, went to the doctor in St. Louis where I live the next week, and I tested negative for lupus, and I felt so good then, but I never Everything really normal, got... in other words. Yeah, I didn't have any... Uh, but, you know, when you have um, cancer and disease or infections and how they're triggered is... Uh, the most common way cancer and disease are triggered, wake up mycoplasma because it lies dormant in your body. And when you're dead, it activates and it helps break, break down your body. And the most common way to uh, that mycoplasma awakens is through emotional trauma or physical trauma or high stress. And because mycoplasma bacteria live in acidity, and when you have a lot of stress and trauma, your body becomes acidic. And it wakes up. 
And depending where you are uh, genetically weak is where it will first attack you. It also attacks damaged tissue, like if you smoke, you have damaged lung tissue. Or like those uh, first responders or those post-responders after 9-11, they were all exposed, in my opinion, to radiation. And they all got the kind of leukemia that's associated with radiation poisoning. Yeah, it's very interesting how all of that works out. Um there's some individuals out there in this world who go their entire lives uh, chain smoking and their lungs are fine. I have a I wrote an article about that. It's on the web on my website. It's called Is it safe for you to stop smoking? Right. And um, I don't know if you led into that on purpose, but what hap- one of the things in nature, nat- uh, plants have to protect themselves from bacteria, fungus, viruses, you know, insects. And one of the things that kills bacteria is nitrogen, nicotine, berberine. Those are, um, you know, those are all what you call alkaloids, CHNO, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen. And depending on which alkaloid, uh, it'll kill the bacteria. And there are 61 alkaloids in tobacco. So when people smoke, and I'm not saying smoke, but when people smoke, they're breathing in all that nitrogen, which keeps might keep the mycoplasma in check. But as soon as they quit smoking, and if they don't know how to protect themselves, they will get either cancer or disease. And there's an interesting study, um, how I kind of walked onto this, was uh, these scientists or these researchers did a study with Alzheimer's, which is caused by mycoplasma because it can cross the blood-brain barrier. And they did a study with Alzheimer's, and half the uh, patients who had Alzheimer's wore a 15-milligram nicotine patch, and the other half wore a placebo at the end of six months, the ones who wore the nicotine patch. Their health and memory improved 40%. Yes. And the scientists, they just said, well, it must be an enzyme. Well, I knew exactly what was going on. It was the nitrogen in that uh, that tobacco that was killing the mycoplasma. But, you know, if you ate a tobacco plant, you would die. It's yeah, poison. You'd get very sick, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it's, you would get really sick. It's not recommended, right. you know. So that's uh, a little bit. There's a lot of uh, natural uh, remedies like... Uh, Marijuana or hemp, uh, it's not the THC or the cannabinoids that uh, are used to treat cancer and disease. It's the alkaloids in hemp and marijuana that kill mycoplasma. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. There seems to be all sorts of reports online about marijuana and COVID-19. Some people are saying okay, it's, can, it's... Go ahead. I can explain all that. Okay. Um, everybody... I'm not, I shouldn't say everybody. Most people <laughs> yes. out there who are experiencing flu-like symptoms and getting well with that quinine, you know, that word that starts with an H, um, that oh, is yes. an alkaloid. Quinine is an alkaloid. And what they're, what they're experiencing is they're experiencing killing the mycoplasma. They have a mycoplasma infection. Mycoplasma causes chronic fatigue. It causes flu-like symptoms, low-grade fevers. Uh, you know, it's just like having the flu. You have night sweats. Uh, you'll feel, you know, I can explain the chronic fatigue, why that happens, but, uh, they're experiencing mycoplasma. And when they say they're getting them well, they're just getting well from mycoplasma because the only, viruses are real. A lot of people are saying that they're, they're part of your immune system. That's not true. I don't know who is putting out that false information of, now, I hope your listeners remember this. A virus is a spore of a fungus. 
and it can only really be transmitted through kind of like a liquid, you know, like spit, uh, you know, like athlete's foot when you walk across a wet locker room floor and the, the spores are on the floor, you can get athlete's foot, which is fungus. So the only thing that can kill a virus is your immune system. Yeah, lots and of the, Lots of people out there are putting that out, that information out there saying that viruses aren't real. Yes, that's right. And I think that's uh, propaganda because uh, Dr. A. Truat, who I admire a lot, I don't know if you remember him, he came out with the antithesis on the silence back in around 01 with the Gulf War. Correct. He, sa- he states that it's a, a virus is a spore of a fungus. And I tell you what, Fort Detrick, our bioweapon headquarters, they sure believe in viruses because HIV is a mycoplasma with the Visna virus spliced into it. Amazing. And Visna virus causes mad cow disease. And before we even did this show, we talked a bit and you told me some alarming things. And if it's true, I have to mention that the year 2020, nothing can be completely dismissed anymore. I have been waking up these past few months in complete anticipation for whatever is next. I must admit that to you, Linda. Oh, yeah. This year, um, back in, um, I don't, you, you wanted me to get into the 5G. Is that where you're leading me? Not specifically. Not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. But we're, we'll okay. get, yeah, we're getting there. But what got my attention was a specific month that you mentioned. You told me to uh, take warning, in other words, in October. What, in your opinion, right. is, yeah, what do you see going down in October, Linda? Okay. Well, I'm going to read you this. Um, back in, on March 23 of 2020, President uh, Trump signed into law an act called the Secure 5G and Beyond Act of 2020, which mandated that the 5G will be completely rolled out in our country within 180 days of that date. And right now, uh, Sweden is under attack with the 5G, and uh, so is Copenhagen, Denmark. They're part of it, and they're rebelling against the New World Order, and this is punishment get them in line, but they're, uh, it's pretty bad over there in certain cities that not all the cities are being attacked. But, um, are you, I mean, I'm getting that, um, there's going to be a 5G, uh, 5G is going to be turned on in October. And, uh, do your listeners know what the 5G does? A lot of them definitely are in tune with, uh, 5G and its capabilities. Right. It causes the electrons on oxygen to spin. And then the the iron on the hemoglobin cannot pick up the oxygen. And just like the people in New York City in May and April were were suffocating, they didn't have they didn't have that virus. They were suffocating. They had turned on the 5G as a test, and about 32,000 people in New York City are dead. Last week, it's gonna. I'm getting that it's gonna start the last week in October. The last week of October. Okay, I was fishing for a date there, even though. Yeah. Some people but don't the, want. But the last week, mm-hmm. about a week before Halloween, uh, I think okay. Halloween is a big satanic holiday. My but it's going to, it's going to take people, um, I have all the safe cities in the, in the country and the hot zones. I have it all chart gridded out where it's safe, what parts of the city are safe. Because I really do believe once people start coming down with these symptoms, they are going to lock down the cities and you won't be able to get out. Yes. I'm glad you mentioned that. Can you? Tell us a little bit about these locations you suggested would be hotspots. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to start. I'm going to start in the West. Um, what states are safe? They're not going to turn the 5G on these states, and I can't give you a reason why. Um, like I said, it wash what state of Washington, California, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, Wyoming, Montana, 
North Dakota, South Dakota. Now, these are all safe states. Um, Arkansas, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, North Carolina, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware, uh, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, Alaska. Those are all safe states. And then the, the states that are going to, now the whole state won't be turned on. Um, there's going to be certain cities and there's, there's really some reasoning behind why these cities are going to be targeted. And it's the most unbelievable reason. So, um, starting from the West, uh, Portland, Oregon is going to be hot. Now, usually there's safe, I usually chart the safe areas in this, these cities. I haven't done Portland yet. Arizona, it's Phoenix, Flagstaff, and Yuma. Utah, it's Ogden. Uh, Colorado, uh, Colorado Springs and Pueblo. Texas is huge. It's going to be the, almost the entire area, Dallas, Fort Worth area and surrounding all the way down to Waco. And way out, it's, it's big. That area is big. But one thing about people have to know is um, a, a lot of these cities are standalone, meaning that between the cities, they haven't had time to up, update the towers. So that in between some of these cities is safe. And you have to be a mile away from these towers not to feel the effect or, you know, to suffocate. Okay, Texas uh, was Midland and Dallas, Fort Worth area. Oklahoma City. Kansas is uh, Wichita, Mineola, and El Dorado. Uh, Nebraska is a nightmare. It's all these little towns. They're targeting the meatpacking industry. Uh, there's a lot of meatpacking uh, cities in Nebraska, and they're, they're targeting the food chain. Illinois is a Chicago area. And all across, we're, we're right on the Mississippi River, right in the middle across from Illinois. And the whole east side is going to be targeted across from St. Louis. The city of St. Louis itself is a is a Jesuit stronghold. They're not going to attack St. Louis City, and they're not uh, they're going to attack the St. Louis County, which is really huge. Um, I haven't done uh, St. Uh, Missouri yet. It, it takes a lot of time to grid this out. Uh, Mississippi is the only one is South Haven, Mississippi. Louisiana is Shreveport, and they're targeting that because it's the Bible Belt. Um, Georgia, almost the entire state of Georgia is under attack in October. Um, it's, it's about 100 miles deep. It's almost the whole state. And you know what? The only, uh, some of the safe cities in, uh, Georgia are Augusta and has a, has well, right there, Augusta, Georgia. And guess who lives there? Um, let's see here. South Carolina, I think it's Greenwood and Greenville. Um, Indiana, it's a really interesting behind Indi uh, Bloomington, Indiana. There's a story behind that. Why? Uh, Canton, Ohio, there's a story of Jesuit revenge there, too. Uh, Grand Rapids and Lansing, Michigan, and a little tiny town called Whitmore Lake, which is being targeted because um, of revenge. Um, Charleston, West Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. Oh my gosh, New York City and New Jersey, they're big target. Uh, all the way from, let's see if it's, if I'm saying this right, all the way from Hoboken all the way down to Jersey City on the Jersey side is hot. But there's one little town in the middle that's not a target. It's gonna, not gonna have the 5G and it's called, I think it's called Gutenberg. You got the names right, by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You, you got the names right. Okay. And the only safe zones in New York City are uh, Norfolk and Suffolk, where the elite live, and southernmost part of Manhattan 
and north of 22 where Bronxville is, and that's where the elite live too. But all the other uh, boroughs are going to be hot. And Understood. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, oh, it's going to be, you know, already New York is restricting people coming in and out of the state already. That's right. And, um, and they're targeting Vancouver, Canada, the only city in, in Canada. And it's because Canada has home rule. They are uh, not a monar- monarchical. Is that the right word? They're not, uh, the same as, uh, the other parts of Canada, they have home rule, which means citizen rule, and the Jesuits are behind all this, and they want to destroy that. So Vancouver already, uh, healthcare workers in hospitals are given instructions, DNR, do not resuscitate like they did in New York. They don't give anybody oxygen when they come in when they're sick. So that's a, that's a hint right there, too, you know. So let's see, Connecticut, this is really an interesting one, Sandy Hook, Connecticut. That is interesting. It's being targeted, right. it's being targeted because there's a lot of Satanists that live in that new town right really? across, you know. Yes, they're targeting them because they're all kind of like Christians. They want rid of them. And Sandy Hook's being targeted because of that. Um, uh, and Linda, then by in, the way, Hawaii, uh, uh, Linda, I, hate to, oh, I hate to interrupt you really quickly here, but... Uh, what indicates that there's a large Satanist community there in Connecticut? I'm just curious. I had no idea. Well, if you follow James Spetzer and Sandy Hook, sure. the, the uh, false flag, uh, it, uh, there's a lot of uh, pictures of uh, it just came. It just has come out. And that's what I'm getting is uh, there's a lot of I'm not saying everybody that lives there is a Satanist. But that's, uh, yes, that goes back generations. Okay, see. I'll, I'll, I'll ask Jim about it. You know, Jim comes on the show regularly here. Yeah, he. I. I. I'm a fan of his. And then in Hawaii, uh, Honolulu, it's going to be a a partial grid. It's not going to be the whole city. And then uh, Puerto Rico, San Juan, is going to be attacked too. And I I don't know that one yet. I haven't done that grid. But it's um you know it's uh going to be uh turned on for about three months. Wow. And it it's going to be like a 90% kill because the 10% that get out will probably maybe be listeners or people who understand the symptoms and they got to get out of town. There is no way to protect yourself from the 5G frequency breathing wise. And Linda, what is your current opinion on COVID-19 and the China virus? Where do you stand? Well, um, I last year I was getting that Remember, we were talking about the bioweapon tests in Dominican Republic and CG. Now, what they do is um, viruses are really real. Just they're real. But the elite do not release a pure virus on the public because it could it could affect them. So what their their normal uh, mode of operation is to put the virus in a mycoplasma. And then the mycoplasma has a tiger in its tank. And they experimented on these people in Dominican Republic and Fiji, but it was with mycoplasma because mycoplasma can be released through the air, through air vents or through vectors. And a virus can really only be introduced through some kind of a liquid. So they were um, that the COVID, you know, I, I mean, it's uh, it probably does really exist, but it's probably a harmless virus where it's just a little bit of respiratory. You don't think it was bioengineered? Oh yes, it, it had mycoplasma. They did a test with the with the corona and the mycoplasma 
I think it was in Dominican and Fiji. Yeah, they used they did it, but we were talking about how the elite can protect themselves with fusion inhibitors. So yes, but I'm sure. I, I don't think they would mm-hmm. ever. I don't think they would ever release a pure virus on the public because it, it would come back on them. Yeah, and that leads me to my next question. I was going to ask you: Do you think this was all accidental? You know, accidental in the sense of what happened in Lebanon. I don't. I've seen the pictures or the video, and it's it's not very good. But I don't know anything about. You know, why Lebanon? I don't know. I just think they're always wanting to start wars. Interesting, right? Yeah. It's just, uh, oh, man. It, you know, it's. do you ever talk about the Jesuits? That's the bottom line, you know? Yes, absolutely. And do you feel that wearing a mask is violating your civil liberties, Linda? Of course. You think so? I, I, you know, nobody stopped me, but I, I leave my nose exposed and I breathe through my nose. I refuse to cover all my mouth because you know what? When you're breathing that CO2 back in... CO2 is acidic, and it acidifies your blood, and mycoplasma monitors the acidity in your body and your blood and your immune system and the oxygen level in your body, and it will activate like high-altitude sickness is a mycoplasma flare-up because you're not getting very much oxygen the higher up you go. Yes, we discussed this, and we also made note of the ventilators that are uh, saving people. And I say that with quotations around saving people. I don't think so. I think that hurts more than helps because the people need oxygen that are, were going to, like in New York. Right. They weren't, they didn't need help breathing. They needed oxygen and they weren't being given it because it was a DNR. The DNR going on in Vancouver when it hits Vancouver. So if you're living in Vancouver, I've got the grid, I've done the podcast already on Vancouver and laid out all the safe areas in Vancouver where they're not going to, where you can go for safety. Right. And of course, your website is lindaemanuel.com for those that are curious. Right. And yeah, all the information is on your website as well as your yeah. podcast. It's all there. Yeah. And also I have uh, my book, Alternative Revelations, all about mycoplasma is a free download on my book because a deep state banned it. Oh my. And Linda, I, I, well, I don't want you to tell us exactly where you are, but can you tell us what state you are in? Oh, I live in St. Louis, Missouri. I live in St. Louis County, Afton, Missouri. It's a uh, it's a suburb of the city of St. Louis. Okay, I wasn't sure if you wanted me to. They, they already know oh, where they I'm know at. Where they, okay. They've knocked the they've knocked the electrical system out of my car. They knocked my router out. They've knocked my email. They you know they've, they haven't come at me physically yet, but they they know about me. Understood. The deep state. The deep state. And and Linda, tell me about the situation with COVID in your area. Are all places requiring you to wear a mask like here where I am in California? Um, We only have to wear a mask when we go into a store. We don't have to wear a mask on the street. Um, I don't know if it's going to, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets to that. Uh, I'm seeing some people walking around. Yeah, I'm seeing people walking around out here. with with no one around and they're wearing a mask, it's kind of ridiculous. Kind of the same way I find it ridiculous that there are people driving their cars alone and they're wearing a mask. Well, they're only hurting themselves because when you're breathing back that CO2, right. uh, your blood becomes acidic. And you're pulling calcium out of your bones to neutralize the acidity. And uh, then they're going to get brain cell death and they could pass out. Uh, they're not getting enough oxygen. I, they're hurting themselves. I leave my nose exposed. I don't, nobody said anything yet. I've gone into no Walmart and 
I kind of leave my nose mm-hmm. kind of sticking out, yeah. you know? Right. I, 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 take a, I take a sock and cut it up and that's <laughs> my mask, you know? That's funny. Uh, John McAfee yeah. was wearing his, I believe, his wife's underwear and he got arrested. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Who was that? <laughs> That'd be uh, Mr. McAfee. He's a very wild individual, as you can tell. <laughs> oh, I could just picture that. <laughs> that's that's a good one. But yeah, I can't even go through the uh, drive-through and uh, get my order without wearing a mask now. I don't know. I think it's a lot about control and uh, obey and fear. It's obvious. Yes, I'm aware of these faulty test numbers, the false positives. I know the mortality rate is still quite low, but Linda, I must say, it's the long-lasting effects that it has on the immune system and how your body is never quite the same is what sort of has me perturbed. Yeah, well, um, that test, that swap goes all the way back to the blood-brain barrier. Are they trying to damage that? I don't know. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah, and... um I don't think they're putting anything on it, but who who is the one? Somebody at the post office was telling me that uh, it was a postal worker. She said somebody took a swab that was not tested and it came up positive. Yeah. So you never know. That's even though I am concerned about the virus, I still think it's so new when we've made so many mistakes with everything. Well, everything. Um, people are getting uh, confused about the virus with the mycoplasma symptoms. So many people are coming down with mycoplasma infections and they don't even know it. Uh, That's what they've got. They've got the telltale symptoms of a mycoplasma infection because stress and trauma uh, bring it out. I'll tell you, it's a secret no more. When I was watching what was happening in New York, I was so traumatized. I was feeling, I was so upset that I got myself sick from mycoplasma. I got myself sick from the trauma of what was going on in New York. It upset me so bad of all those people being killed. And yeah. then I'm I'm well now. I got myself well, but uh, it was a uh, it was a struggle. But it was trauma. You know, it, I was just going through trauma with all what was going on. Those poor people. I had a a, a friend. Uh, I know somebody that was a nurse practitioner who got deployed with the National Guard to Queens. And she FaceTimed, I guess that's what they call it. She FaceTimed that she was in a room that normally held 60 people. There were gurney to gurney, 160 people in there, all suffocating. They couldn't breathe. And the bodies were stacked in the hallway, she said. She had nothing to gain by saying that. She didn't know what was really going on. She was traumatized and seeing all the people dying. And they couldn't do anything. Yes, it was quite um, wild a couple months back. Seeing how that was going on in New York and, of course, other places in the United States. Well, multiply that by 20-something because it's coming in October to all those states that I mentioned. Linda, would you consider yourself a hypochondriac? (laughs) No, no. I'm just messing with you, by the way, Linda. It's okay. I know. I'm just joking with you. No, I, 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 um, you know, I don't. I only go to the doctor one time a year because I have to right. or like a physical. Mm-hmm. And I know how if I if I come down with something, I know what to do. You know, I have mild silver protein. Mild silver protein has been was invented in 1892 and silver kills lime like you wouldn't believe. And it also kills the mycoplasma. I've been doing what and I there's can. Other things that. What? I, I, I was going to quickly say, I've been doing what I can to try and optimize my immune system. So I'm glad we're having this discussion now 
Um, of course, yeah. loading up on vitamin C and nano silver. Go ahead. What, what are you uh, taking yourself, uh, Linda? Well, now I'm well, but you, you, you want to stay away from acidic food. Uh, you know, your uh, micro, uh, bacteria live a pH. You know, do your listeners, you think they know what pH is? Oh, of course. Okay, well, 7 is neutral, 14 is pure alkaline, and 0 is acid. Well, soda is 1. So when people drink soda or, I guess, alcohol, too, they're loading their they're this they're putting in a lot of acidic minerals. Minerals determine your pH, and your body has to neutralize those. So uh, mycoplasma also needs sugar. So to stay well, I don't touch sugar, pure sugar. Um, stay away, kind of stay away from bread. Stay away from anything, anything sugar, because mycoplasma cannot live without sugar. Right, and uh, Linda, you like you mentioned earlier, as we were doing the introductions here, you mentioned you were basically on death's door. Oh, yeah. In O2, yeah. I was in the fetal position like you see Alzheimer's. That is wild. And that's I when still you... Have, I still can't straighten my arms. You can't They're straighten your arms. They're a little bit bent. And at that time, Linda, what exactly was going through your, your head while you laid there? You thought this was the end, right? Well, I kept... I What I would do is... um I didn't know what was attacking me, you know, too. I, I, I was so sick. And, you know, you go to these doctors and you say, what, you know, what is causing this? And they go, we just don't know. And, uh, it started off, uh, this is another symptom of mycoplasma. You, you, you're familiar with seeing documentaries on the bubonic plague. Right. Well, I was getting these huge black boils under my armpits and would burst. Ooh, that and I'm not going to and it was very, those are called granulomas. And that's a typical symptom of an infection. And one of these, I had multiple of them, you know, when I was really sick. And one doctor, I said, what is causing these boils? You know, these, oh, and one said ingrown hair. And the other one said, change my deodorant. Can you believe it? Change and your it, deodorant. That is a, yeah, that is a sign of an infection. They're called granulomas. And it's like, it looks like the plague. Wow. It's, it's just, uh, it's cell debris and, you know, from the infection. Mycoplasma, uh, has to have a host and it kills the cell to, so it can replicate, you know, it takes what out, out of the cell what it needs and it kills the cell and the cell ruptures and spill, the mycoplasma spill out and the contents of the cell spill out. So that all kind of turns into cell debris and, you know, other, you know, inflammation is going on. And so it's pretty, it's, I was really sick and I used to lay there and laugh because laughing kind of makes endorphins and that. But I kept saying I knew something was good was going to happen out of this. And then when I found out about mycoplasma, then I realized sometimes things happen for a reason. I'm not saying I was punished, but then when I got, when I found out about mycoplasma, then I, that's when I knew why I got sick, but there was not, there was nothing that they knew that could kill it. And then I, I, my whole book has everything that kills it in it. Right. And of course your book was banned. Amazon took it off for a while and then they, I think they reinstated it, but I, I'm giving it away for free now. You can download it for free. Over at, at, uh, your, your website. On my right? website. Okay, yes. Yeah, was... it, it's, uh, under free download and you just have to just click on the icon and then the book opens up and then just save it and then you, you own it. Very nice. That's lindamanuel.com for those who. Emmanuel, yeah. Right. For mm -hmm. those who are just joining in. I'm sure some people will be 
joining in at, at some random time. So there's the website once more. And uh, my goodness, still so much to talk about with you here. And going back to the pandemic for a moment here, how do you feel America has handled the pandemic? Do you think us as a nation have handled it in a appropriate manner, Linda? Well, I didn't realize how many people were asleep until I went out there with everybody with masks on. Then I, it's amazing how many people are still sleeping that don't realize what's going on. Right. And, uh, I, I'm not, I can't save the world. I'm just, if, if this podcast helps our broadcast helps a couple people, then it's worth it, you know, educate them. On my website, you can read all about mycoplasma, the chronic fatigue, causes anemia. You can read about GC map, how it works. Uh, you can read about vaccinations. You can, you can, all the food charts are on there, what things are acidic, what things are alkaline. Uh, everything's on there and the macular degeneration. Would you like me to tell them how I, I reverse my macular degeneration? Sure. Go ahead. Would that be worth it? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. My, I have a, I have a genetic weakness in my family. We get macular degeneration. And I always believed that it was caused by mycoplasma. Well, in 015, I could no longer drive because uh, my eyesight was not good enough. So in 017, uh, I decided to start. I heard about a woman in Texas who used um, flax oil in her eyes who had macular degeneration, and she got her eyesight back. So right there, that proved to me that it was microbial because I can go into white flax, white, what flaxseed oil does. But, um, so I decided to take the mild silver protein and the flax oil and I started putting them in my, putting drops in my eyes like two or three times a day. And then at the end of three weeks, I had an eye doctor appointment because I lost my glasses. It was, it was kind of a, a, like one of those things where where's my glasses. So I had to go back to the doctor and my glasses vanished. So I decided to do the silver. So when I went to the doctor after three weeks, she looked in my eyes and she said, your macular degeneration is gone and you can drive. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Well, 11 million people in 016 had macular degeneration. When you, let's say this, this refers to cancer tumors too. Well, what mycoplasma does, it gets into the cell. The first thing it does, it, it needs, its membrane is made of a fat and a sugar. The first thing it does, it attacks the mitochondria, which is your cell battery that makes your energy. It knocks it out. Then the cell becomes what you call anaerobic, meaning oxygen is no longer coming into it. Well, the body has this defense mechanism. When you, when you cut yourself and uh, those blood vessels clot, well, you, the cells are not getting oxygen. So what they do is they secrete a certain hormone that tells the endothelial blood vessels, grow me new blood vessels. So the endothelial uh, cells grow new blood vessels to that area that is not getting oxygen. And when the cells start uh, getting oxygen, then they release another hormone and it stops. So in the case with macular degeneration, the mycoplasma gets into the, um, the macula and it knocks out the mitochondria and the cells are not getting oxygen. So they secrete a hormone and little tiny microscopic blood vessels grow to that area, but they hemorrhage. And that's why people lose their eyesight with macular degeneration. It's scar tissue from uh, the body healing up the ruptured uh, blood vessels. So in the case of a tumor, 
the mycoplasma get into a cell, it starts replicating, it becomes anaerobic, and new blood vessels, uh, the, the cell secretes the hormone, and new blood vessels come to that tumor and feed that tumor. That's what's going on with cancer. And we've all heard that cancer cells need sugar. Well, that's mycoplasma inside there, sucking up the sugar, you know? That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then um, also, uh, mycoplasma can indirectly can cause heart disease along with uh, MSG. Those are the two things that cause heart disease. And I can go through that if you'd like. Yeah, go ahead. If, they, if you think, okay. Sure. Okay, it, like it, all deals with, it all deals with cell death. Uh, mycoplasma gets into a host. It takes the cell apart. The cell dies. It ruptures. Out spill the mycoplasma along with the contents of the cell. And one of the contents of the cell is a, a protein called glutamate. You know, MSG, sodium glutamate. Well, glutamate is a neurotoxin or an excito, excuse me, an excitotoxin. And the body cannot tolerate glutamate on the outside of the cell. It's used as a communicator. So to turn glutamate into glutamine, it takes an ammonia ion off a of urea in the blood. And when that happens, it releases a cyanide and a cyanide ion is uptaken by a neighboring cell. And it shuts the, the mitochondria down. And that's why people are experiencing chronic fatigue from cell death. But eventually, the red blood cells carry off that cyanide. But one of the things that's interesting that happens, uh, glutamate, glutamine, and arginine are all in the same family. And these Nobel scientists uh, proved that cell mo that uh, protein modification in the body releases, let's see, it, it makes this certain hormone, uh, not hormone, excuse me, this certain protein, I can't remember the name of it, but that blocks arginine from being turned into nitric oxide. And your endothelial cells in your artery, which are the microscopic uh, most inner cells, they ca if they cannot get nitric oxide, then that relaxes your arteries. And when the body cannot make nitric oxide, the cell, the endothelial cells in your arteries start getting hard and sticky and mycoplasma can adhere to the artery wall and then they build biofilm around themselves and that can cause heart disease. But also when people eat a lot of MSG, same, same effect, the glutamate, the glutamine, the protein modification blocks arginine from being turned into nitric oxide. So that's another way to get heart disease. There's so many ways to get heart disease. Two, two, way, two ways. And I think there's got to be some kind of genetics to it, too. Because, uh, I mean, there's some people that can eat all the MSG they want and nothing happens. When I eat it, it makes me sick. If I eat something with MSG in it, I, I don't feel good after that. That's true. I think it, de it definitely does have to do something with your genetic makeup. Yeah, and you know, uh, I'm a fan of Stitt Springmeyer, is that his name? And he mentioned uh, once in, an, in a lecture, he said, you know, uh, all these degenerative diseases started with the introduction of sugar into uh, society, you know, back in the 1200, 1300s. And that's because mycoplasma needs sugar. And when people started eating a lot of sugar, they started getting more infections and degenerative disease. Remember, it attacks you where you're genetically weak. Sugar is the devil, in other words. Yes, it, it's really harmful. I mean, in moderation, I mean, if, if you're very careful, but if you've got a, a mycoplasma infection, and I'll get into why mycoplasma causes uh, depression, can't sleep, 
diabetes, all that. But uh, it's it's really if you've got a mycoplasma infection, the best thing you could do for yourself is to give up the sugar because it, it, it'll starve. But uh, mycoplasma's membrane is made of a fat and a, poly, a polysaccharide, you know, and it so it needs fat. And the easiest place for mycoplasma to find cholesterol is in your endocrine system, where you make hormones, and you need hormones to sleep, and you need hormones not to be depressed. You need hormones for libido. You need hormones from your pancreas, you know, diabetes. Hormones are made in the thyroid. It can attack any of these these organs, and it causes hormonal imbalance. So how many people in the United States have been diagnosed with physical depression? Many. Yeah. Maybe too many. And of course, the World Health Organization seems to have played a big role in all of this. Well, they're part of the system, you know. They know, they know about mycoplasma, you know. So does the FDA. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) um, Merck, Merck was on the bioweapon team that developed mycoplasma and it's impossible to keep mycoplasma out of vaccines and out of they're just so small. They're the smallest living organism. If you just picture a nucleus of a bacteria, that's a mycoplasma. It has no cell wall, it, but it, right. it just, it still thinks it's a bacteria and it's the ones that cause disease. Mycoplasma are the ones that cause disease and they can attack plants. There's kinds of attack plants and there's kinds of attack mammals or animals. And even, an, even dogs and cats get mycoplasma infections. Horses get it. They get that, uh, hoof disease. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, where like Secretariat had, they had to put him down. There's, there's so much to learn about mycoplasma, you know, the GC math. And um, I, I have an article on it, explains the whole thing. Step by step, uh, Dr. Bradstreet, he was murdered because of it. You know, Michael, he knew Dr. Bradstreet, all he wanted to do was help autistic children. You probably know his story. And he discovered that these autistic children had nagalase in the blood. And mycoplasma. Now, the human nagalase is a, a enzyme not made by the human body, and it's made by mycoplasma, and it's a cancer marker. But you ask your doctor, why is it a cancer marker? They, I don't know, but it's in the blood when you have a mycoplasma infection. So one thing about nagalase is it compromises your immune system. Mycoplasma compromi- compromises your immune system. What it does is when you have macrophages, right, that are in your immune system, and the macrophages have to be woke up, and vitamin D plays a real important part in that. So when you have an infection, your liver produces a GC protein, and on that GC protein are three sugar, three sugar molecules, and two of those sugar molecules are stripped away by, by T cells, but one sugar has to remain on the GC protein to make GC math so vitamin D can attach to the GC protein. It has to have that one sugar on there. And that one sugar, the enzyme for that sugar is nagalase. So when nagalase comes in contact with the GC protein, it strips it off and vitamin D cannot attach to the GC protein. And the GC protein, be, when it when it's all normal, and there's a, a, that sugar molecule on there. The vitamin D attaches to it. And then that attaches to the macrophage and w- wakes up the macrophage so it can go do its job. But when you have that sugar stripped off, when you have nagalase in your blood, your immune system is compromised. It won't wake up. 
So Dr. Bradstreet collaborated with somebody in England. I don't remember. is something like oats or something. And they started making the GC math. And all these thousands of children be, between diet and GC math, they all got well. But where they made their mistake or somebody made a mistake, somebody said, well, I wonder if it'll work for cancer. Mm. And then it went viral. And that's when they killed him. Wow. It seems like everyone gets killed off if they try to better and they humanity. Shut, they shut all the GC math labs down. It became against the law worldwide to possess it, to make it, or, or buy it. And it, all it is is a compound made in your body. Now, Linda, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program. I don't want to take up too much of your time here. but Oh, no, it's fine. I'm, if I can help people, um, if they want to know more about mycoplasma, there's so much more. And everything's explained. I, I'm, I'm really good at what and how and why. I just don't tell you something. I tell you why. You can find more of her work, ladies and gentlemen, over at lindamanuel.com. And uh, my goodness, so much to uh, talk about here and so little time. But Linda, before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to add or a plug or anything? Uh, Go ahead. Well, I, I do, I am intuitive and that's why I'm talking about the 5G. Uh, I was given this task, this, uh, when that psychic 20 years ago told me death will walk the earth and you'll tell people to go be safe. I did not have any idea that this was going to happen. And, um, it, I, I, it's a, it's a big responsibility. I usually like to joke around, but it's, it's very sobering to do what I'm doing and putting out this grid where the safe zones are, because this is real. This is, uh, going to happen, you know, in October or at least, uh, in your city, if you start coming down with shortness of breath, can't breathe, you gotta get out of the city. You gotta get a, a mile away from those, uh, activated 5G towers. You have to get out of town. You cannot, you can't go in your basement and try to think you'll get away from it because you're pumping in outside air and all that air the atoms are spinning on the oxygen and you won't be able to breathe. It'll be a slow suffocation. So you really need to watch for symptoms in October or, you know, whatever, uh, about the 5G. That's, and then you, and we could be all locked down. We could, uh, just like they're doing in Australia, locking down city streets, you know? I'm getting that you'll have about a two week window to get out to safety. My goodness. Well, hopefully you know, that. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happening. happen, but uh, you never know. I hope it doesn't. But it, the signs are all there. That uh, that act they signed on March 23rd, mandating that within 180 days, the 5G will be through the United States. And Vancouver doing a DNR, and what happened in New York, and currently what's happening in Sweden. Yeah, it's real. It's uh, you know, it's uh, and I, I mean, I I don't have a solution for the 5G. There will be underground 5G too which is dangerous. You have to stay 25 feet away from it. They're installing it in the ground, but it's being installed in the streets and the sidewalks, you know, underground. All over the place. And uh, Linda, once again, thank you so much for being a part of the program. I'll have to bring you back on again soon. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I'm, I got a lot of grids done. You can go to my podcast or you can go to my website and listen to the uh, different cities. And I do have interesting story behind these if i can find it i have an interesting story why these towns are being uh targeted and you know why st louis is being targeted 
It's a Jesuit revenge. It deals back to March 10th of 1804, when Napoleon went against the Jesuits and sold America the Louisiana Purchase. And the Jesuits, it's revenge because the Jesuits were going to use that territory to invade America. And Napoleon sold it in secret. And the three flags, the transfer of ownership was the final ceremony was done in St. Louis, Missouri, where the Spanish surrendered the territory to France and then France gave it to America. And it was called the Three Flag Day on March 10th of 1804. Well, Linda, once again, thank you so much for being here. And we'll do this again soon. Okay. Thank you, Michael. And there she goes. The world is dealing with the new normal, as the mainstream media likes to call it. And many are upset. We've got civil unrest global unrest everything right now seems completely unreal it's a ticking time bomb a pressure cooker of sorts all the right ingredients are rigged and ready for a world war is that what we will see in the year 2021 all signs point to yes don't forget if you're a fan of this program and want to help fund this program please go to patreon.com forward slash michael deacon Was this an accident? Was this an accident like the accident in Lebanon or the accident in New York on that Super Tuesday, that Tuesday morning? Are these all just accidents? Tonight was fun. I had a great time. I hope you enjoyed tonight's program. Remember, please subscribe. Oh, yes. The international listeners out there, thank you so much for your support as well. Canada, Germany, the UK, Australia, Norway, and Brazil love all of you out there. Now, whatever it is that you do choose to believe, you must adapt. Because, again, I've been saying this for months. We've lost all control. We are without a rescue party in sight. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next Next time, good night, everybody. Chasing dragons down the hall. So now-